This time each every Friday, every Arab Shabbos, with great pleasure, we present Rabbi Benjamin Yudin, spiritual leader emeritus, congregation Shomrei Torah in Fairlawn, New Jersey, to address the entire list and the audience concerning the Torah portion of the week. Good morning, Rabbi Yudin. Good morning, Nachum. And what could I tell you? I heard you say candle lighting was 418. Good to know I have the privilege of being this Shabbos in Harnof, where candle lighting is at 410. Okay. Now, once again, I just want to remind everybody of the privilege of being in Eretz Yisrael on Friday. Why? Because you cannot go, quote, shopping after 1, 1.30 in the afternoon. And just that in itself, that the land itself is about to keep Shabbos. Not only the Shemitah, which is so special, but that it's in the air. And that is something that, as much as we try, we just we don't have it, quote, back home. Okay, I want to um, let's focus on this morning. We have the privilege, the privilege tomorrow to read Pasha's Vo'era. There are no mitzvahs in Pasha's Vo'era. The mitzvahs start next week with Pasha's Bo. However, there's always so much for our to learn and to build our own individual character and, quote, personality. The Gemara tells us in Yuma 29a that right before dawn, right before the morning, that's when it is the darkest of the night. And similarly, in this week's parsha, which begins with Hashem telling Moshe before the Shonos of Geula, right, which is why according to the Shalmi, we drink the quote four cups of wine on uh, Leil Haseder. So, right after the four cups of Geula are mentioned, the Egyptian servitude is at its most oppressive. Point. And therefore the Torah says, for Moshe, they could not listen to Moshe and his optimistic promise of deliverance. Why not? And what does that mean? Because of the shortness of breath and hard work. But Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky Zal, in his MS Yaakov, has an additional, almost exciting explanation. He quotes the Medrash in Shmos Rabbah, chapter 5, paragraph 22, that teaches that B'nai Yisrael in Mitzrayim had Megillos, various texts that they studied every Shabbos, and that helped them maintain their emuna and bitachon in being redeemed. Now, we don't know what the texts of these Megillos were, and Rav Yaakov suggests that as we are taught in the Gemara of Basra, 14b, that Moshe composed Tilim Sadi, Philo and Moshe, and the next 11 Tilim, including Tilim 92, which is Mizmor Shir Leoma Shabbos, you'll see in a moment that Rav Yaakov suggests these were the texts that they used. Now watch. Everybody should note, you're going to die in my week tonight, and you're going to say the Shir Shalyom tomorrow. We're going to be saying Tilim Tzadi Beis, Mizmor Shir Leom Shabbos. Now you would imagine that a paragraph which is entitled Mizmor Shir Leom Shabbos would talk all about Shabbos, the positive Shabbos, the negative, whatever, the character of the day. No, it does not contain 
anything on the surface related to Shabbos. Ah, oh, says Rayako, what does it contain? It contains the important answer to the question of Tzadik Varalo, namely, why do the wicked prosper and the righteous suffer? And the answer is given. We are assured that while evil doers enjoy temporary success, it is only that they may be destroyed forever. So when we say this tonight, tomorrow, when the Rishoyim sprout like grass, and it looks like they are enjoying such success, it's only in this world, it's only temporary. Now this psalm ends with the assurance that the righteous, will flourish as a palm tree, and that Hashem is my, my rock, Tzuri, the law of Lassobo, in whom there is no wrong. And therefore, says Rav Yaakov Kamenetsky, now it is this till and, and others that maintain them. Now watch, tomorrow morning, when we say, Yismach Moshe, the Natnaschelko, you know what that refers to, my friends? It refers to the fact that Moshe convinced Paro to give the Hebrew slaves a day of rest. And Moshe chose Shabbos, which gave them not only the physical rest, but now you see it gave them a weekly spiritual injection of faith. However, now as we are taught at the end of Parsha Shmos, that when Moshe asked for the liberation of the slaves, Paro intensified this service, which included their loss of Shabbos, and thus explains that Yaakov, below Shomuel Moshe, they didn't listen to Moshe because they were losing faith, and they could not listen to Moshe. Now, Shabbos, since time immemorial, has been the bastion of our faith. We fulfill every Friday night when we have the schus of the mitzvah of Kiddush, and in there, tonight, very soon for me here, and in a couple of hours for you there, there are in the Kiddush two remembrances. What does it say? Zecher lemase Bereshis and Zecher Litzias Mitzrayim, a remembrance of the work of creation and of the Exodus. Now the Ramban, in his commentary on the Aseris Adibros in Eschanan, on chapter 5, Pesach 15, teaches that these are not two independent themes, creation and exodus, but rather, hold on to your hats, the exodus proves creation. The fact that Hashem demonstrated complete and total control over nature, providing water for the Hebrews and blood for the Egyptians, sending wild animals that could distinguish between Jew and Egyptian, all this showed that, as we find in this week's parsha, Ani Hashem Bekerev Oretz. He's not only the creator, but he's Bekerev Oretz. He's the ruler, he's the manik over all creatures. Now, regarding Yitzhak Mitzrayim, the Sephurno, next week's parsha teaches a most exciting concept. He understands the question of the Ben Arusha, of Maha Vodah to be, why is the Korban Pesach more of a korban yachid, an individual korban, as opposed to a communal one, meaning that we have the kabar tamid every day, one korban in the morning, one in the afternoon, brought to the entire nation. Why can't we have one korban pesach? And his answer is, 
that each individual has to bring their own karba. And you want to know why? As the miracle of the Yitzias Mitzrayim happened to each individual, not only to the nation as a whole. It's one thing, for example, to say that the Egyptians had blood, and as a result of the first plague, which we're going to read about in this week's Pasha, the first seven, and the Jewish people had water. That would be understood as a miracle for the nation. However, we are taught that if an Egyptian and a Jew were drinking from one glass at the very moment that the former, that the Egyptian drank blood, at that very moment, the Jew drank water, thus demonstrating a personal miracle for each and every Jew. Moreover, we're taught, and we say this every morning, what does that mean? They were afraid that just as they got to this side, the Mitzrayim survived the Yom somehow on another side. So Hashem washed them up onto the seashore. And that would have been enough, right? No, say Chazal. Hashem washed onto the seashore the very cruel taskmaster who had tortured the former slave right in front of him. So he saw, each one saw, incredible. Only HaKadosh Baruch who could do this. But what is it, my friends? It's a personalized miracle for each individual. Oh. Now, just as Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim has these two components of personal and communal so too does the Shabbos on the Pasuk in Parshas Kisisa that we're going to say tonight and we're going to say tomorrow. The Shamru B'nai Yisrael is a Shabbos, that the children of Israel must keep the Shabbos. La'asos, observing the Shabbos in each generation. The Orachayim HaKadosh teaches that the first half refers to the obligation of each individual to guard the Shabbos, a personal obligation. While the second part of the Pasuk La'asos is an obligation to see that the community, that others keep the Shabbos as well. Invite the not yet observant to your home for a meal. Bring them a challah on Friday at the office. Give them a taste of Shabbos, literally, figuratively. Okay, regarding the individual obligation of the observing of Shabbos, I'd like to suggest that as Shabbos uplifted and strengthened the Amuna, the faith of the Jew, even before Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, Shabbos is to forever add to our religious growth and to connection to Hashem. Now, how do we do this? We do this by Zohar, the positive actions of preparing and observing the holiness of the day, by dressing, eating, studying Torah, and by Shomor, by yielding his, to his restrictions of a Kodesh Baruch Hu, we consciously imbibe his being the master of the universe. But in addition, as the Exodus, as we said, clearly demonstrated his Hashkocha Pratis, divine providence, and involvement in the life of each individual, Listen carefully. So too on Shabbos, we are to pause and reflect on this phenomenon. What does that mean of Hashem's involvement in our life? Each individual listening, you there, Mr. Goldstein, you there, 
Mrs. Franco, while we acknowledge and extend thanksgiving to Hashem three times a day in the Baruch of Modim and the Shemona Esrei, for the personalized miracles that he performed for us. More often, come on, be honest, everybody. It's in a hurried, hectic environment. However, the peacefulness of Shabbos provides the ambiance for more deliberate focus on the personal relationship that we each are blessed to have with Hashem. Each Friday night, the singing or saying of Sholem Aleichem is universal. And after that, appropriately, we sing Nesha Schayel in honor of the Shabbos Queen with a capital Q and the Queen of the Household who creates the holy atmosphere that envelops the home on Shabbos. I was fortunate that my father, Val, recited every Friday night between these two, between Sholem Aleichem and Nesha Schayel, the prayer entitled Ribon Kol Olamin, a beautiful tefillah, admiring the personal relationship we're privileged to have with Hashem, included in that paragraph, and I quote, I thank you, Hashem, the God of my ancestors, for all the loving kindness that you have done with and will do for me and all the members of my household and all my fellow creatures. I strongly recommend that as part of the Shabbos meal, aside from the Zemiros and Divrei Torah, let each of the participants share an experience or occurrence whereby they saw and experienced Hashgacha Pratis in their day-to-day living in their past week. Wow! This will help everybody focus and realize his personal involvement in their life. Don't tell me it was only in Egypt that the Jew drank water and the Egypt. No, no, no. It happens every single day. You have to just stop and pause and say, thank you, Hashem. The Orachayim HaKadosh teaches on the Pesach and Bereshis that we're going to say tonight as well. And by Baruch Lukim, Yom HaShvi, Hashem blessed the seventh day. What does that mean? That the Shabbos provides the energy and blessing for the next coming week. And therefore, may the focus on his personal relationship with us not only enhance our individual Shabbos, but strengthen us, as we saw in La'asos, to influence others to keep Shabbos as well. And similarly, the Ramban, in his famous commentary at the end of Parshas Bo, teaches that from the Nisim Hagluyim, from the great miracles, yes, Priyasa Olam, yes, Itzias Mitzrayim, come on, what's going on? We learn to appreciate the small daily miracles in each and every one of our lives as well. The creation and exodus are clearly the two greatest and overt miracles. They're the bedrock of Shabbos, as we say in the Kiddush tonight, and hopefully will assist us in appreciating his personal involvement in our lives. I close with the following short idea. We are living in most extraordinary times. Unfortunately, there's a strain of flu, virus, COVID, whatever you want to call this, that's going on around us. And it's hard to absorb, but 800,000 Americans 
have died due to COVID in the last two years. My friends, once again, tomorrow morning, come to Shul a little earlier. Say Psuga de Zimra a little slower. In Tilim 91, Yoshe Beseser Elyon, we are taught, quote, a thousand may fall at your side, 10,000 at your right hand, but it will not come near to you. Wow. Just stop and pause and say with all that's going around. And this is the way I end. Thank you, Hashem, is not only the way a Jew begins his day with Moda'ani, but is the very adrenaline that keeps him strong throughout the day. Shabbat Shalom to all.